You're listening to Shake It, a modern Polaroid love story by Megan Jones and Vanessa Lowe. I'm Megan Jones. When you talk to people about Polaroid, they just light up. Inevitably, they talk about connections with people, people they are close to, like friends and family. Once we start talking about the photos we see and share online, things start to shift. You put up a front when you put up any picture of yourself. There was a time before anyone had an internet presence. I remember being at a party in college and someone like uploaded my picture to Facebook and signed me up. And it was like, oh my God, I'm on the internet. Before that, it it just didn't happen. When I sit down and contemplate why I look at my phone so much and why having this is an extension of my brain and is that healthy, and when I question that, I don't know who to bring that up to. And so I <laughs> I was thinking about this interview. It's going, is this what this project is about? Or do you really just want to know how to take a Polaroid? Like, or do you want to go deeper? As founder of Polaroid, Edwin Land did want to go deeper. He published a book with some of his own photos, and in the introduction, he wrote this. We have only just learned, perhaps mostly from children, that a new kind of relationship between people is brought into being by SX-70 when the members of the group are photographing and being photographed and sharing the photographs. It turns out that buried within us, there is latent interest in each other. There is tenderness, curiosity, excitement, affection, companionability, and humor. It turns out in this cold world where man grows distant from man and even lovers can reach each other only briefly, that we have a yen for and a primordial competence for a quiet, good-humored delight in each other. When I first read this quote, I cried. When have you ever heard a CEO of a multinational corporation talk like that? They don't do that much. He really believed that this little camera of his was going to change the fundamental nature of the way people interact, that it was part of the evolving human being. They really thought, if we can get this out everywhere, you know, it's going to stop wars from happening. We all want to connect, and we all want to find a way to mean something to someone else. And I think nowadays people, in their attempts to connect, are maybe coming up short with what's available. Maybe Facebook isn't doing it for you. Maybe your Twitter feed isn't warming your heart as much as you think it should. It seems like Edwin Land really understood the cultural purpose of photography in that it's not simply archival. You're not simply recording a moment so that you can come back to it personally later and and remember that moment. Uh, You're often doing it for people that aren't there to share an experience, to try to capture and share an emotion that you had uh, at a particular time. How we see and connect with each other has enlarged and changed through our use of technology. We've become very used to being able to do visual check-ins quickly from our phones and computers. There are endless things to look at. We can always get a glimpse of someone else's life. How often do you look at other people's photos? On a daily basis, <laughs> right? Yeah. All, all the time, <laughs> between classes and during classes. And... I tend to just go on and check, see what people are up to, and then go off. It'll be like a two-minute ordeal, and then I'm done. Instagram really has changed my life. No, <laughs> that sounds so weird. I've never viewed my scrolling through people's pictures as a negative thing. I know some people that get really crazy and like actually <laughs> check every five minutes. 
We look, shoot, see, just like Land and Polaroid envisioned. Then there's how we feel about taking and sharing these photos. Sometimes there's a tension there, too. I don't like to look at photos, and I know that because, like, as much as I want to deny it, I do get jealous, you know? Whatever pictures they're, wherever they went, or whatever they're wearing. Here's William again, touching on the tension between art, technology, and social media as he talks about PolaroidSF.com, the project he shares with Bruce. To do what we do, we need technology, but in a way, we're revolting against it by using Polaroid cameras. But yeah, we need computers and we need the whole social media cycle to put what we're doing out there. But I think what we're doing is sort of our statement against the saturation of everyone having a smartphone and taking a million pictures of everything. We're inundated with so much information about everyone we know that I think it's just too much. I don't see it continuing. People are killing their Facebook pages left and right. People are getting sick of it. I'm sick of it. I hate Facebook. Like, I use it. There are these code words we all know in social media, share and like. Both really nice sentiments, but there can be a different side to the shares and likes as well. Instant sharing, it gets to something elemental in people. Images do have a good way of producing discussion. I don't, I don't really like comment on them. It's more like I scroll down on Facebook and I'll see them, but I won't really like click on them or spend time like, ooh. My personal rule is that I don't do that. I don't validate people in that way. Many of the interactions on Facebook and things like that, in particular, the simple act of liking someone's photo is really kind of shallow, meaningless thing. And then there's this thing that people do where they have these images that they'll post just to get as many people to like them as possible. They'll do that with statuses, images, things like that, which is, you know, despicable. It's a really shallow way to validate your own feeling that, like, people like you. I post this picture, I got... 200 likes, therefore I am a more valuable person than if I had just not posted the picture and enjoyed this experience myself. Well, I really like it when I get likes. I'm not going to lie about that. I don't think I'm really posting to get likes, but I do like it when I get likes. It makes me feel happier when they're liked because I, especially with people that I don't see every day. Seeing that it didn't get likes could be kind of sad and just kind of confusing. I mean, you put this out there and suddenly the whole world can look at it. You kind of expect some kind of reaction. Some of these comments are from college students. They quite clearly did not grow up with a Polaroid camera as their first or only source of instant photography. The instant photo connections they know best are digital ones like Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat. But they still talk nostalgically about physical photos and how they are different. A physical picture seems a little bit more sentimental, also a little bit more vintage. Hold your left hand out. Place the camera across the palm. Grasp the rear of the viewfinder cap. Pull the camera into its erect position. To load, press and the door opens. Take the 10-picture film pack and push it all the way in. Close the door and automatically the cover sheet will be ejected from the camera. Now rest the camera I have a friend with a Polaroid camera and she was showing me a few pictures she took of me with some other friends. There were pictures of like the same exact thing on Facebook. Holding the Polaroid seemed a little more personal. It was like more private. When the correct moment comes, 
Press the red electric shutter button, holding the camera steady until the film is out. After I dated my first Polaroid camera, I went on to get involved with a few of them. I toted these cameras on our instant photo walks with a group I tweeted, Facebooked, and Instagrammed with in arguably the most tech-savvy city in the U.S. And then we had a group photography show at Photo Booth SF. For the show, I got an old cigar box and made a little shelf for the box to sit on. I put my few Polaroids in the open box and hoped that people would get close to them, pick them up. And then, of course, I took a photo of the installation on my iPhone so I could post it on Facebook. Here we are at the Instant Mission Show, talking with Bruce Scott. It's kind of amazing because Brian put this together right when Photo Booth opened, and I don't think he had any idea what was going to culminate from that. People have tacked onto this photo walk and have become part of this community, and it's just kind of amazing to uh, step back and see a proper retrospective of what has really just been people getting together who share a, a common interest and having fun. I mean, we drink beer, we talk, you know, we get some good photos. It's so organic and it's so simple, but to see a proper show that, that's been curated out of those really fun Sundays, this is like a really impressive body of work. That's what I'm saying. At the show, we asked people what Polaroid means to them. What digital doesn't have, even if it's made to have that look, it doesn't have the immediacy. Digital is a really like microsecond moment in time. Polaroid to me seems to be kind of like a few minutes moment in time. And you get just weird changes in light, parts of the film that don't develop correctly. That's not as easy to get with digital. So there's this standpoint of this thing is unique in that second and it will never be replicated again. That's really fascinating. Uh, I, I can't quite pin it down, but there is a certain feel. What I think of is a timeless quality or a quality um, that these things are just floating around out there somewhere. That they create their own time and space. So yes, I take many photos with my phone, and I use filters too. And I happily share these pics online, sometimes with anxiety about the liking. But even when I scan them and post them online, Polaroids have a different quality. Maybe it's because they're inviting. You tend to sort of go in close and peer into it. And in fact, if you do that when it's first shot, you peer into the mist as it develops and as it comes out. This does something to people, and I couldn't tell you what it is exactly, but it's bewitching. And there's something about me that's nostalgic for that world where it's not about what's in your Facebook profile. It's about real life. There's something to it that this is still part of the conversation. This outdated, completely backwards way of making images. Like that we haven't totally converted to megapixels. That this has still survived with people that means that there's something there. There's something that I know I get from taking these pictures, and I connect with that, and it, it warms my heart, and that's good enough for me.
You know that song, the one where a heart is left in San Francisco? Well, I think maybe I found my heart there. I found it with a group of walking instant photographers and with my handsome Polaroid SX70 camera. Now, when I dig through a box of photos, and even when I just look at and share photos online, I have a new view of them. I have a story instead of a caption. It's more than just like, you know? It's love. Shake It was produced by Vanessa Lowe and Megan Jones. We do love Polaroid stories, so contribute yours to the Polaroid Love Story Project at cowbird.com, our online storytelling partner. We're online at modernpolaroidlovestory.com. You can find info there about the music you heard, photos, and stories. Additional mixing, Kent Sparling. That cool, vintage Polaroid SX-70 advertisement you heard a few times in the piece? It's courtesy of the Eames Office, LLC. In that ad, the concluding statement is by Philip Morrison and the music director and composer, Elmer Bernstein. Special thanks to Claire Schoen and Dime Roberts. Double exposure